BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You're listening to Tox Machina on the Critical Role Podcast Network. Tox Machina airs live at twitch.tv slash critical role on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific, and it's also uploaded to youtube.com slash critical role on Thursday mornings. If you like our podcast, please rate and review it on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Without further ado, here's this week's episode of Tox Machina. Norris. You look great. Woolery? Chuck Woolery. Chuck Woolery? No. Norris. Uh, uh, are we on the internet? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Where are the tissues? Oh, boy. You know what? I feel so bad, oh. Danny. This was a really tough episode for you. <clears throat> Everyone around here Danny. felt the shockwave, not of, of, of Ford's death, but of your sadness. I think we have something, babe, to contribute oh, to the emotional yeah. support uh, kit true. there. We'll just go ahead and we brought you something, Danny, to help you get through this episode. <laughs> Oh my goodness. What is that? Since uh, Henry has to work, you know, and he can't really. What is that? can't really. uh, We got this. Oh my goodness. We got you your own puppy. Oh. Here you go. I love him. There you go. Well, now it's impossible to be sad. You can't be sad. I mean, it's okay if you're sad, but you know, it's it's a lot harder to be (laughs) inconsolably sad. How wholesome. And here here comes Henry, too, just to to put the icing on the cake. Henry Henry. walked over. Sniff the foots. (laughs) It's like somebody trank darted your stuffed animal. He's like, this hurts. Oh, that's cute. This helps. Well, there you go, Danny. (laughs) Hug him, love him, treat him as your own. Because he is. Yay. Uh, tonight, <laughs> in addition to snuggling good boys, <coughs> the Mighty Nine enjoy Nicodronus, return to the sea, and lose their captain to dark forces. Good. <laughs> We're going to break it all down with my jests. Travis. <laughs> Ashley. Hello. Jests. Hi. Henry, Danny. And Danny, what are you going to name him, her, them? Hmm. Think about it. I don't it. know. I need to think about think it. Think about it. Hmm. All that and more Henry, can tonight. Can you go over there? <laughs> on Talks Would Have Guessed.
once again, Jerry gets himself out of a tickling. <laughs> We're back. <A> tickling. <laughs> We're back. We have a couple of announcements. Wait, look at that picture of Sully. I know. The oh, hello, isn't that sir. Beautiful? This is so cool. Oh, I, haven't seen that. I forgot that was there. There okay. he is judging me as he did, as he did. when he was here. <laughs> uh, a couple of quick announcements. Join us on Monday, March 16th. Is that next Monday, Danny? March 16th? Sure. Uh, yes. Sure. Yes, it is. Okay. Yep. Join us next Monday, March 16th at 7 p.m. Pacific. I've been excited about this for a long time for a special Doom Eternal one shot. Ooh. If yeah. you like Doom as much as I do, be prepared. It's sponsored by our friends at Bethesda. Like Doom as much as I do. Sorry. Ooh. That was Take it easy. So Pace. awful. Pace yourself. Yeah, you let's do it. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I never had a shitty sense of humor. I really, I got it from her. Yeah, you sure did. It's a give and take. My jokes yeah. used to be, you, you knew me for a lot of years before I, I met this broad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I used to slay, right? Just, clubs and stuff. Just I would, every other word out of your mouth. Laugh, riot. Yep. And then, yep. <laughs> all yeah, downhill. Thanks to me. That's, that's <laughs> what I do. So glad Laura's not here, because even though she knows it's a joke, she still likes to go, it's not at all what happened. <laughs> Matthew Mercer is going to be behind the GM screen humor. for the Doom <laughs> <laughs> One shot. I have to get through this. Stop making me laugh. Okay. Matthew Mercer will be behind the GM screen and will be joined by our friends, Anjali Bamani, my friend, on loan to Matt, and Jasmine Buhler. You don't own her. I don't. I said she's I my know. friend. I'm kidding. But she did say, like, hey, Matt wants me to do something that's not going to be as cool as Undeadwood, but still extremely cool. Should I do it? And I said, Matt, who? I know she was playing in the game. That's she is. very cool. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, as well as our own Laura Bailey, Talison Jaffe, and Sam Regal. If you missed the live stream, VOD will be available immediately for our channel subscribers and will be on our YouTube channel on Wednesday, March 18th. Spend Jafar, you mean? I can't wait. To see That's gonna be so Hillsman dope. Jafar. It's gonna be so good. Doom for many decades <clears throat> of life. I have a certain friend <clears throat> who uh, paints minis. You all right? You and uh, I'm fine. My new contacts. Okay. And uh, he might have texted me uh, some some pictures of some stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now the game Doom Eternal is gonna be available on Xbox, PS4, PC, and Stadia on March 20th. Can you believe it? See, if we were doing a Quake one-shot... Okay. Can you believe it? I'd jump into that. What about a Wolfenstein one-shot? Yes, I'm in. Come on. Yeah. Yes. Gotta get Brian Bloom for a Wolfenstein one-shot. Ooh, one yeah. I want to, uh, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to tear that guy's head off if that's okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Brian. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we can do that, Brian. Yeah. Be great. You can find a way, you damn Nazis. Uh, yeah. Yep. You should hear me when I'm upset. He's gonna come kill us in the middle of the night for doing these voices. <laughs> yes, that's true, that's true. Turn our heads around backwards. Blow dart to the neck. <laughs> and we're also officially one week away from the release, at long last, of our upcoming campaign book, Explorer's <gasps> Guide to Wildmount. <laughs> if you haven't heard, which, how could you not have, it's created with love. Uh, with our friends at Dungeons and Dragons. It's available for pre-order right now in the Critical Role shops, your local game shop, and online places like Amazon. The book will be officially released. The book. Pay attention. 
officially released next Tuesday and March 17th, St. Patty's Day. Oh, it's, ooh, what a good Irish accent. Well, give us give us the Irish. I am it. descendant from all those. No, I'm not I'm not going. You can't. You can't. Can, can. not because all Irish yeah, basically. Then they'll yeah. but they'll come after me, you know, if I Oh, Brian. Oh, there we go. It's not bad. I yeah, give him a little what you got. Give him a little bit of this. Let us without further ado. Sorry. You know, <laughs> The best, the best, the best pronunciation, best pronunciation, as we learned the other night of of um, of the word uh, uh, twat is the Irish accent. Yes, the Irish. We did learn that from um, rhymes with hat, Mister. True. It's not pronounced the way Americans pronounce it, which is uh, yes. Twat? Did you say? You know, Mm -hmm. no. Let us, without further ado, (laughs) discuss episode ninety-eight of Critical Role Campaign Two. Ooh. Dark waters. Dark water. Ooh. Oh no! no. <laughs> Tell the people what you just said. Oh no! It, it really should be what? Could yeah. be red waters. Okay. Red waters it sounds Soon. like a restaurant in <laughs> just, uh, Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> Danny. Mm. Because I know how much you love Critical Role, sorry Chris, and care about the show, mm-hmm. uh, and how much you contribute to this show, as well as to the the uh, the, the the overall company and organization, um, I will allow you four two soons tonight that you can use. Four, uh, I get four. Four two soons. We will apologize for the joke we made, and we'll move on quickly. All right. <laughs> now, not for each. Not for Excellent each. clarification. Four. All right. We begin. <laughs> Such a good number. Tonight's show. Why four? Yeah. For well, four. I figure because one for each of us. Four jokes that you're. It's four, you're, but it's prepared in the chamber. F J O U R. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Fjord. Fjord. I have around. I have around a baker's dozen jokes. Yeah, I figured. Is that eleven? No, a baker's dozen. We begin tonight's show <laughs> the way we begin every show. <laughs> <laughs> With a question for the best actor to play Alfred, BAFTA award-winning actor Jeremy Irons. Kyle, is he still standing by? <laughs> We're gonna get to him shortly, but first. Are you keeping him on hold? Yeah, we'll make him sit on ice for a little bit, show him whose show this is. I'm not Graham Norton. Hey, 124 days passed between the Nines' voyages at sea. Our friends at Crit Roll Stats tell us. <laughs> Travis, that's amazing that that got you so much. <laughs> I just finished Watchmen, he was really good. Oh, he was yeah. really good. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Did you ever see Lolita? Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> nope. I just wanted to make this room very uncomfortable <laughs> and I succeeded. <laughs> nope. <sighs> okay. I'm keeping it together. <laughs> that's a tough question to answer. <laughs> 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 Kind of like asking, never mind. <clears throat> 124 days <laughs> passed between the Nines' voyages at sea. 124 days since the last. Since your guys' last voyage at sea. Huh. Between voyages. Yeah, Sounds about right. Days. You're a little rusty out there. Just, just a little bit. Yep. I mean, you know, you forget to sleep with your armor on. <laughs> you don't sleep what? in a dome. <laughs> what? Forget to tell the captain of the guard to watch out for fucking fish people. 
You don't need to look out at on C. Yeah, you don't need. I was thinking. Actually, like the second night, but whatever. I I was thinking because I finished the episode right before this started, like minutes before I finished the episode, and Ashley was sort of watching me watch through everything that happened, and uh, I was like, I wonder if Travis has had time or really like reflected on what's happened, you know, and or if he's just kind of pushed it out of his head. It sounds like you already have some hindsight 2020 oh, decisions for, you would have. Uh, oh, yeah, yes, yes, in the moment. So many, but you always you always do that in a game. Any battle, and you're like, why did I? Either side of the DM screen, there. you're going to have a bunch yeah. of stuff. You go, you know, and that one was complicated. I mean, we're going to get into it. Yeah. It was yeah. complicated. The levels of the ship, the map, oh, all that such map a stuff. Cool was map. Mm-hmm. Hot, oh, that was hot, so cool! Hot. Awesome lighting. That's one of my favorite battles. Yeah, that is one of the coolest battles of this oh. campaign. Yeah, no. it was sure. fun. Um, it has been seventy-seven days since Ford's pact was broken. Seventy-seven days. Wow. No Whoa. significance. No significance at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Long time. And uh, tragically, Ford took forty percent of the damage taken by the Mighty Nine and crew during this episode's fight. 40%. That was the most. Shit. Yasha took second most with 21%. Because you were saying you got down to like 40, 45-ish, yeah, and you have about like 130. I think, I'm at, I think I'm at 124. What's your AC? Uh, 17. Mm. That's a, that makes a difference. Yeah, makes a difference. <coughs> 10 was yeah. a bitch. Yeah, that was, I mean, you that were gonna tough. get hit every time. <laughs> most likely. How much would armor have given you, though? Two? 17 is my oh. normal AC. Oh. I've got a whole, I'm wearing, I'm wearing a whole bunch of shit. Apparently. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Gotta start sleeping real uncomfortable, apparently. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a lot of jokes lined up really about like Ford's death per se, because we don't know yet if it's permanent, you know? Right. It's only funny to me if he's dead, dead. <laughs> I have this here as a reminder of the funniest episode of. Critical Role, which is the night that Taliesin finally figured out Molly's accent, Ashley Birch killed him. <laughs> Thankfully, we have this beautiful Ford yep. bus that a critter sent in. We can figure out a way to defile it. Should Brian Laura choose to not revive her own husband's oh, character, that's good. That's or should good option? Okay, okay, yeah, you gotta okay, give her okay. things to you know. Caduceus all of a sudden turned into a bit of a spell hoarder. <laughs> Uh, our first question of the night comes from Ariel Van Zandt. It's for both of you. Oh, good. What is it like to RP a dream sequence with Matt? A couple of very uh, powerful dream sequences this episode. Is it panic-inducing, exciting, both? God. It gives me the fear. Oh, yeah. It's like insta-sweats. Yeah. And the cotton ears. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. You were saying tonight earlier that the moment you realize Matt's sort of zoning in on you, it's always a a panicked feeling first, right? You're just like, oh no, the next few minutes or however long it's going to be is is directly about my character. It's stressful, but obviously you're you're excited to sort of see where he's going with the character and ideas that he has, and but it's still so scary when it's just on you, and then you're like, ah! Oh yeah, don't all, look at me. All cognizant thought like goes out the window. Yes. It's almost like playing mm-hmm. poker and looking down and seeing like really great cards. I mean, like, okay, this is time for you to use your poker face. 
Yes. Keep a straight face. Be cool. And all you want to do is be like, I don't want to be here. Pocket aces. Oh, I have nothing. Yep. You're trying to listen, but you're trying to keep a straight face. You're trying to listen. Yeah. And then, of course, after, like, for me, I'm always thinking, like, I should have done this or I should have said this or, you know, it's it's. I'm also just trying to rush through it because I feel so weird with the attention on me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just like, okay, we'll just do this. This is okay. Yeah, 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 we'll do this. Let's get to somebody else. Um, and the open ended questions what do you do? You're like, oh. Oh God! Yeah. I know you probably have something for me to do, and I'm yeah. not—I'm not figuring it out just now. Well, because you know, and in, in, I was talking to you about yeah, yeah, this yeah, in yeah. the dream sequence when I just jumped. Mm-hmm. I should have looked around. I should have seen what was going on in my surroundings, but I just was. See, I wouldn't have thought to do that either, though. That's what you I jumped? said. No, nope. or I to said, look around. I wouldn't have thought to do that. Yeah, if you're, a, you have jumped. I—I I, I think, yeah, yes, like, huh? I mean, it's because it's cracking and, and and moving apart. Like I said, I would have jumped. Yeah, I don't know what else you would have done. I mean, if you, what's there to look yeah, around I at? Sit down and have know. a picnic. You've, yeah. you've played Uncharted. They want you to jump. They you know what I mean? They want you. Yeah. To jump. Gamer logic. I would have just like walked, mm-hmm. you know, for miles for like a full day until you know it slowly started to close yeah. back up. Or, no, I'm just that would have been hilarious. <laughs> no. Um, let's see. He hey. sleeps. Oh, good he's boy. so good boy. Sleepy. Sleepy. Yours is looking a little sleepy too, Danny. Henry. I think the car ride over was a bit much for him. I'm <laughs> adds up on not a head. very good driver. Travis. <laughs> yes. Haley Drescher would like to know. Uh, this is the first time, I believe, that you've had to wait a week to see if you're revived. How are you holding up? Yeah, you have to. That didn't really happen with uh, old Groggy. Old Grogster. Haley Drescher. <clears throat> no, it didn't happen with Grog because Grog had goddamn 900 hit points mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and was usually uh, resurrected pretty pretty quickly in the same episode. Um, uh, aside from analyzing the fight, it's been okay just because we've got two dope-ass clerics that I think feel pretty strongly about for it, so I hope we're in a good place. But the intangible, knowing that there might be stuff we don't know is the part that I'm concerned about. Like, the fact that I didn't know that this whole fucking time the orb was actually in me still. I thought it was in the sword and it was thrown in the lava and destroyed or reset or whatever. Um, that was fun to watch you realize. Yeah, that was, that was, that was, a, that was a poop in the pants moment. <laughs> right? A little like, is that a bubble in my, in my butt or is there a turd underneath my leg? <laughs> And, uh, Aren't those lyrics to a George Strait song? <laughs> she's fire and ice. She's turned bubbles. I don't know. Um, Is it a yeah. bubble in my butt or a turd? <laughs> Oh, what boy. is it? Uh-oh. So I'm afraid that if we try like a normal, uh, I don't know, if we try any of the normal cleric stuff, that he'll be like, it has no effect. Mm. And then we're fucked. I mean, they're trying to drag me under the ocean. That's, yeah. It's a big ocean, and I'm the only person that could let other people like explore freely without. Are I they going to take you? I don't know. Oh, we got people that could polymorph, but that would have been a long hound hunt. It would have been real tough. Yeah, yeah. real it's tough. tough. I don't. Uh, I forgive me if this is a question that someone submitted and asked already. I don't read the questions ahead of time because they often contain spoilers for the show. I like that. Um, but uh, you are the uh, CEO. You know, I think people might be like, maybe feel guilty. Like we have to 
we have bring, to bring it back. Bring it back. Right? Like he kind of is, like who's gonna? Do you know how? Do you know paperwork? Like or, you know, we're not gonna have is, Sam handle. Could be a power play. This could be the beginning. Oh, of a, someone could be like, hostile well, takeover. I guess we'll just give him a burial at sea. Oh my god! You know? <laughs> could you imagine? Or someone betrays and they're like, "Orb's mine." And then that's a Caleb thing. That's Wouldn't a, he do that? Widogast's orb. <laughs> I yeah. feel like Caleb's turned a corner, though. I don't know. Turned a I, 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 we'll see. I have no idea what's going to happen because I didn't see that coming at all. Like, anticipation is the worst part of most fights mm-hmm. because you overthink it. When you're just dropped in it and all of the odds are against you, I almost prefer it because then it's just reactionary. Yeah. Like, I feel that. Yeah, I, I feel that. I agree. It's tough, too, because even you, you get you get the hindsight is twenty twenty thing where you, I know this from DMing too, where you go like, okay, I'll analyze everything that went wrong. Here's everything I'm gonna do next time. Mm-hmm. You prepare for all the things that you sort of might have slipped on, but then the next session, the next battle, whatever it is, is gonna present sure a enough. new set of things sure <laughs> that you're like, ah, oh, well I didn't think of that shit either, but I'll that's how that you get better the, as a yeah. player that's right. over time. Now you guys have been, been playing for about seven years, there's no excuse, you should be better at it by now. It really is, really is pretty <laughs> terrible for that. <laughs> Thankfully, our next question's for Ashley. Thank God. Who looks extra cute tonight. So cute. You're going to Aspen to hit the slope I know, after this. Samson. I just wanted to wear a cozy. You look like, you're gonna, you look like we're going to go back to 1986 and you're going to bully me and I'm going to like it. Ooh, okay. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Very specific and I, I, I approve. I love Danny, yeah. making money you moves. Said when we were going to... The, the soccer uh, game. The soccer game in the car. You said I reminded you of. What did you say? I think I said something like you. Rem- I re- you reminded me of John Bender, Jed Nelson's character from The Breakfast Club. But after he'd like slightly cleaned up his act oh, and figured yeah. out exactly what mm-hmm. he was rebelling against. Yes. That is that's huge kind of. I was like, that's such a compliment. That's Thank kind of her that. like uh, her main outfit, her like it's, resting bitch like look. Or, like well, that's not a that resting bitch faces. Yeah, no, look. Anybody that watches Nelson. The Breakfast Club realizes as soon as he figures out what he's going to do with his life, he's going to be great at it. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like I feel like you're John Bender once he's like figured out exactly how to fuck shit up properly. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. True. Did you say my resting bitch face is Judd Nelson? I sure as fuck did. <laughs> you just told you just told you just told everyone what your license plate cover is, and now they're gonna know that's your car. Uh-huh. Ashley, this question is from Vashante Kafas. It says Yasha has continuously believed she is unworthy ever since she was controlled, and perhaps even since Zuala was killed. How has the Storm Lord's belief in her and her regenerated wings changed her view of herself, if at all? That was one of the coolest moments of the Well, episode. yes, and this is something that Danny and I were texting about and something that, so that was a dream. So mm-hmm. I feel like even I still don't know. If you have the feathers? Yeah. yeah, and I also, building the character, I I didn't know that would be a possibility for that to change. I think just, I asked you, just remember? In terms of I asked you if you'd yeah. ever be able to fly, and you're like, I th- I'm pretty sure no. it just stays like this. Yeah, but I, I think just because I, when I sort of read the description of, you know, a fallen Osamar um, and the skeletal wings, I was like, that's so fucking metal, mm-hmm. and I want that. It's just <laughs> for the look of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, that's going to have to come out in the game and see. I'll, I'll see what happens whenever mm-hmm. they come out again. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
outside of that, I think, you know, obviously there's a lot of healing with, with the group, and um, but I think in terms of Yasha's sort of relationship with the Storm Lord, she's still kind of figuring that out. And also he's, it's, it's very tough love, mm. you know, which I think, I think she's kind of getting the tough love from the Storm Lord and the sort of uh, familial and kindness and love from the uh, Mighty Nine. Hmm. And so I think maybe sort of that combo is going to be really good for her to sort of turn things around. But I think, you know, for most of her life, uh, she's just kind of been you know, even within the tribe was just kind of the one to just go in and sort of finish a job mm -hmm. or, you know, do whatever needs to be done. Make orphans. Yeah. Make orphans. Um, so I don't think she's ever really had a, a feeling of worthiness outside of maybe being loved by Zuala. Mm. Um, so I don't know what that looks like for her yet, but we'll see. Sort of her her purpose is connected to her worthiness, but she's still also figuring out her purpose. I feel like, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think she doesn't fully know what her purpose is, mm. you know, which is kind of hard to play a character like that. But I feel like it's extremely relatable because I feel like a lot of people don't really know that. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to sort of find out what that is for her in mm. this journey. That would be so sick if you could get your wings back. That would be, yeah, because I, I remember that it happened once before in a dream, hmm. where it was like, it, it, did. it, it did, did, where like a couple feathers popped out, and I was like, oh, okay, that's just a dream. Murder. And then with this, same same thing, but I mean, you just never know with Matt. You just it's, Matt it's, Mercer, fuck what you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ooh, that's a shirt. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm excited about that possibility, because I never thought it would uh -huh. be one. Yeah. But yeah. fuck what you know could kind of have a double meaning too, though. I guess. Fuck what you know. Fuck what you know. <laughs> Travis. Yep. Uh, Angela Mondragon wants to know. Angela Mondragon. Knowing there was still unfinished business with. Ukatoa. 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 Did Ford have any trepidation about being on the sea? Were you as a player expecting this or did Matt blindside you? No, well, I'm a fucking moron. <laughs> I guess, yeah, we kind of know the answer to that one. I didn't think about it at all. <laughs> I'm sure people are like, how the fuck did you not think the first time you went back on the sea, Ukatoa's coming correct? <laughs> well, I didn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, we That's went hilarious. to uh, Disneyland the I mean, next morning. Uh, right? It was the next morning. Yeah. Disneyland the next morning. I was like, hey, man, uh, <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. I thought, like, you know, we'll... There'll be some RP, and we'll get out there, and there'll be this this deal that happens, and I don't really know what's gonna happen next. You know, maybe I'll have to check on some elements for my backstory. And you thought for sure he'd be able to see it coming. Yeah, I mean, I don't have anything that the old Snee Snake wants yes, you anymore. Do. <laughs> yes, you do. Well, I didn't know that. Read your I didn't inventory. get an MRI. I didn't know I had a grapefruit in my chest anymore. Does DD Beyond have a inner body inventory part, <laughs> they should add it. Adam, if you're watching, 
you know. No, and I, I don't know if I missed some subtle clue or if it was just outright said, which is entirely possible with me this campaign, but I just, I didn't pick up on anything that said that I still had that orb inside of me. I just figured since he used the sword to uh, sort of close the keyhole in the first time that that was where the orbs were kept was in the manifestation of the sword. So I was like, oh great, sword lava, done. I didn't think it was like sword is done, but you know, I'm the still... dark seed of power within you that mm, the yeah. wild mother said. Well, I thought it was like a scar. <laughs> That's so metaphorical. I, I just thought it was like a scar. Well, now when you say it like that, fuck. That's amazing. <laughs> campaign one. You mean? <laughs> yeah, campaign one. Travis plays a dumb character. Campaign two. Travis plays a dumb player. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know. <laughs> The distinction is subtle, but I'm so curious. I don't know, but it won't be smart. (laughs) I do love your, I think this is the first time in person that I've seen your sailing guide for, you pulled it up, just looking through. You know, I know, I know a lot of that stuff in, in like relaxed conversation, but the second someone asks you under pressure, just blank slate. Oh, yeah. Nothing. Got nothing. We were, we all of it just gone. Out, 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 out. It was interesting. You didn't have, I know when you're upset. I know, I always know when you're upset. Thank you, Brian. But uh, I can tell when you kind of just check out and you're just like, F this. I don't know why I said F this. You can cuss on the show still, right? <laughs> Kyle, so we good still? I'm so proud right. of you. Know what F this crap? Well, I didn't want to offend Jeremy Irons. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, he's still don't know if he's coming out yet. Distinguished uh, sir. Is he a sir, Jeremy Irons? Let's look into it. I should know Google before it. we bring him out. I think King Jeremy Irons. My goodness. Yeah, it's been for sure. King Irons. But you you weren't you weren't I don't think so. Okay. You weren't upset. Like, you were just sort of. Angel of Irons. Angel of Jeremy. Oh, Oh, boy. No. What did you smoke before the show, and can I get a pound of (laughs) it? No, I I was definitely not upset at all. Yeah. Um, More than anything, I was just trying to, you know, uh, plan my branch narrative for whatever was going to happen next and just try and figure out what the fuck I was going to do with the 10 AC and. You know, mm, um, needing to stay at range and line of sight, and how do I, you know, and how many people are coming on this ship? It was, and more than anything, the it, it became clear that they had just massive intent to come and kill me, mm-hmm. not like take over the ship mm-hmm. or kill the crew or any of those things. And I mean, Matt played it, Matt played it beautifully. So even in moments where I was disappointed with myself, like forgetting that enemy or uh, uh, enemy characters can hold their turns. We're so used to hearing it out loud, right? Like a player character would be like, I hold my I hold my turn until I see mm-hmm. blah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're you're clocking it. So when he was just like, you see him look around and survey the area and then he just waits. I was like, Oh, great. He doesn't he hasn't seen me. I'm gonna stand up. <laughs> <You know? laughs> He's not saying it out loud and you gotta have that reminder that they can hold their turn. Yeah. And that was that yeah. was a doozy. Because that's a sneaky one. He doesn't have to tell us he what to know. he's holding the turn for. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. If you see, like, if he was like, he holds his turn, I'd be like, oh, well, I'm just gonna fucking lay right here in this pillow, pillow trove that Caduceus has made <laughs> yeah. in his bird's mm-hmm. nest. Literal pillow trove. Hang out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, hey, have you come up with a name for that dog yet? I'm thinking, I'm, I think that it's a girl, and I think I'm gonna name her Sally after Sully. Oh, oh, I love it. That's really sweet. Oh. Danny, don't hit us with the feels. Danny with the feels. <laughs> Always. Oh, Sally. Her name is Sally. That's amazing. Oh. 
Henry just looked up like, I like it. Oh, he likes oh yay. It. He's like, oh, my brother. Do you know what else Henry loves? <gasps> what? Cosplay of the week. Hey! Cosplay of the week! It's very good. I always think about that. Those scissors are right there in the butt. Yep. Hmm. Speaking of scissors in the butt, our winner for this week was sent in by Jeff Ming. Ming of Ming's on Instagram. Photo by Arcelos on Instagram. Makeup by OMG Lobe Nunu on Instagram. That's Let's a tough take a look. One. OMG Lobe Nunu. Whoa! Oh, man. I thought it was I saw a this guy. On, that's so good. You so got great. the accurate representation of uh, Ford's pit hair. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's I love how the cape. Great. Look, the cape flip is just so good. The cape flip is dope, like but the detail the on the armor mm -hmm. is hot. Hot. Yeah, that's deep. That is really detailed. That's yep. dope. Wow. That's a great, Just great job. Gorgeous. That armor. Oh my gosh. That is so cool. Great lighting, too. Dang, I love it. Well, congratulations to you, Jeff. Yeah, we should clap more on the show. Yeah. As I've said before, we have a live <laughs> studio audience. They're just terrified. <laughs> terrified. Uh, congrats to you, Jeff. You have won this. Paduck tabletop tray. Now, this is not only one of the best Paduck. and most exotic looking, Paduck. but it's also one of the best smelling. Oh man, that's it's also the color of his leather armor. It's, it's also like. the color of his oh, leather armor. Oh yeah! Congratulations. How appropriate. Remember, you can enter our weekly contest <laughs> by visiting critrol.com. Now you can't if you're in Quebec, unfortunately, because coronavirus. Uh, they're not allowed to see the show. Oh. No, they're not allowed. The show's blacked out and got back. Quitroll.com. Slash. Samantha. What? It was a little bit special, no. so we had to. I had to give. I had to give uh, uh -huh. Zach a little bit of time to. Rules for our contests are available at Quitroll.com. Uh, Oof. Who did that? On. Rolled up his sleeve. Who did Who's that? Zach did it. Zach. Yep. I love it. Oh, Max Shapiro made it. Max what Shapiro made it. Was that? Oh, I love it. I believe that was a uh, some sort of a mustache that guitar. A guitar. It was a. It was a slashes slashes guitar. Oh, okay. Guitar. I thought it was another. Travis, count for yourself with an answer to this question. <laughs> it's from <laughs> Bo Lavoregard. Whoa. Pretty good. Cool. Bo As a player, what was the most impactful moment for you during that last fight? The dream, the fight itself, your friends' reactions. Or something else. What really like hit you the hardest? The dream was short, and I still don't fully understand what it meant because it was it came off of Yasha's, mm -hmm. and he was walking through the woods, and he drew the sword, and the summoning of the sword is what triggered, or not triggered, but at that moment is when the sword of fathoms plunged into his chest. So it wasn't the it wasn't the sword, and I I think that, I mean. There are a couple times where like the the play leads itself to a, a pretty cool moment and being able to jump off the main mast, cast Hexblade's curse and then far step up onto the crow's nest was awesome. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I thought I had, you know, line of sight covered up there and I was like, I'll just stay up here until they chop the mast down. Um, so that, I think that was that was pretty uh, pretty heavy, but I think really the thing that hit me the most was when um, what were they called? Like sea people, sea deep scions. Deep scions. And yeah. Then, the, I used to uh, drive one of those. Something else. 
Watch out, the part of the trunk always comes off if you pull it. Oh, I know. Lori's trouble. I left mine in Bakersfield. When it came over and was like, it grabs Ford's body and starts to walk him off the side of the ship, I was like, Mercer, what the fuck, man? Mm -hmm. I'm already dead. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Give, him, give, me a, give me a second. So that, that really, I think it was an escalation. Obviously, dying is a pretty big deal, but having pretty good company, you're like, okay, it's still manageable, but knowing that he was about to just hop off and go mm -hmm. anywhere in the deep blue sea. What would have happened if we didn't have his body? I've thought like about it, it, it. Like, a couple people can polymorph. Make a deal to, with uh, the mermaids. They'll go get it back yeah, for you. <laughs> mermaids can be bought for, uh, you yeah. know, probably like six or seven princes and uh, maybe a couple of farm boys. Sure. Everybody knows it. Danny, I mean... Why are they looking neither, at me like I'm I fucking can't crazy? I corroborate the statement, but it sounds right. Kyle, you're yeah. a part of the uh, same mermaid uh, Facebook groups that I am. You know. Mermaids are real. Oh. Yeah, I, Wait. We haven't done a resurrection in this campaign. We've only no. done revivify. Are you the only one who can cast uh, breathing underwater, breathing underwater yeah. on everybody? I think so. So yeah. you'd have to like polymorph into an animal and then like tail them only to a, a location and then there. come back? Yeah, I don't, I really, it would have been. That would have like, been no Surely you don't think Matt was planning to take his body and just yeah 100%. I think he was 100%. Yeah. I think I think he was a little I think he was a little disappointed but again impressed by the gameplay and also the roll of the dice when he wasn't allowed to take Ford's body off the ship. I think he was going hard for it. He too. walked up and like the number of times where an enemy will leave an unconscious PC and face the rest of the group instead of like racking up those death saves happens quite frequently but it, he just was like, yep, shrink. Yep, <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, cool, they were, shit. They yeah. were fucking coming for you. They were coming. Yeah. They what were was coming. that moment like when both death saves, bink? Well, what went through your head at that moment? That it's was like, very stressful at the table for everybody, sucked. but I can't imagine. Marisha's it, face was pretty it good wasn't, during it that. Wasn't, that wasn't the stressful part because it's not in that moment where it's like the stress hits. It was like, what am I missing? Yeah. Why is he doing that? Yeah. Where is this going? Because then it's like... I didn't just get hit by some waylaid spell or whatever. Like, there's intent here, mm -hmm. and I don't think it's done. So what happens next? And sure enough, like, he's coming for the body, and I'm like, oh, well, then all, all bets are off. If he takes my body, like, it's a very small percentage for success. You don't think they would have just taken the orb and left your shitty-ass body? I was trying the... to dimension door away. Yeah, Yo. but yeah. still, yeah, it's like, that, I mean, at the last yes, second, grab you, the orb Danny. and then door. I, I can't forget the, the clutch counter spell. Yeah. Liam. Yes, thank Liam. you. Liam. That, that was, was that amazing. saved the that whole thing. Yeah. Otherwise. Caleb saved your ass. Was it a seven? Didn't he roll a 17, which is what he had to roll or something? Like that? He had he hit, like, the you exact number? I think, yeah, he had 17 is sounds like that. Stressful. That was stressful. That was clutch, though. That was very clutch. It was huge. Oh, yeah. It was like Sam's count. Ford would be done if he didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Falling off the crows. I mean, even even looking back at it, I still, I was pretty happy with the way that it played out. Just mm -hmm. get, being baited by Matt, which he did brilliantly, was the only thing I wish I had just been a little wiser about, but <laughs> I still was really happy with the way that it worked out. Well, he out. did it with Avantika too, and you went, you walked right into that. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I fall for Mercer every time. <laughs> Ashley. Yes. Sorry, we forgot you were here. That's okay. Yanking my vagine wants to know. Oh my! <laughs> How's? <laughs> Sorry, it's great. Good. Always a privilege. Oh Thank you for gosh. submitting a question. <laughs> Yasha seems to believe that she is unworthy of love. We were talking about this a little bit earlier, mm -hmm. and she has had a difficult time accepting any compliments. 
How has it affected her recently to have Bo call her beautiful, as well as having both Bo and Jester show genuine care for her well-being? Yeah, it has been interesting. <laughs> yeah, um, I think, you know, for a lot of people, sometimes accepting compliments makes you uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, I think I'm kind of one of those people. You know, it's like, uh, okay, okay, okay. Um, but I, I think it's, I don't know. I think it's, it's a weird thing for, for Yasha to hear because it's, it's, you know, even in her tribe, it's, it's not like that was a normal way of, of communicating with each other. And, mm -hmm. and um, you know, I, I think only sort of compliments that she would have gotten about maybe the way she looks or how she is as a person or her character were probably from Zuala. So hmm. I think it's, it's a... How'd she take those? Well, they got married. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, still though, you can she, still, yeah, it can I, still I be hard, even if it's from someone that you, sure. you love and you're with. You know, I, when you often tell me, which is usually every morning and afternoon or evening, whenever there's a costume change, I change clothes a lot, you will often say, no, that's nice, you know? No, that's a good one. Is yeah. That, what that rolling clothes rack is that always goes with it's Brian? It's all of his clothes. That's I'll Jerry, Jerry with yeah. my rolling rack of clothes. Wow. Yeah, it's all, mm -hmm. that's all for Brian. Anyway, sorry, yeah. Yeah, you, I think it's... She was used to compliments from Zuala, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know used to, if that's a thing. I, I think it's, you know, for anybody, you might just be one of those people who's just always uncomfortable with them. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's, she's just not used to it. But I think, you know, especially with Jester, She's such an open character that just has so much love to give and is just so, you know, uh, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and <laughs> just like so just refreshing to be around. I think it's, it, it's sort of, they're all teaching Yasha very, very positive hmm. uh, ways to feel and accept that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's really good. That's really special. Oh. <laughs> Except for Ford, he's fucking dead now. He ain't contributing shit. Too soon! There it is! <sighs> the first one. <laughs> the first one. Kyle, we made it 40 minutes. I think Kyle just won $500 in a bet at the office. The Deadpool. Uh, Kelly Jewel has a question for both of you. Uh, Yasha falling, but then flying back up once she embraced her god, paralleled beautifully with Ford teleporting up to the crow's nest to run away from his old god, only to fall back down. How does it feel when your improvised RP sessions create poetry? Wow. Yeah, sure. That is Kelly Jewel makes great videos on that. YouTube, by the way. I totally considered that beautiful. Yeah. That was cool. Well, the fact that it's improvised poetry means you can't really take credit for it. <laughs> It's yeah. not what she's asking. She's yes. not asking you to be an egotistical man. You're right, I can't take credit. That goes to the writers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. I don't think we can, I mean, I they feel say like. thank you. Yeah, they say thank you, except for one of them who and, says, and uh, stand, except stand. for one of them who says, who says, go Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> no food and water for that one. <laughs> okay, understood, understood. Uh, no food and water for Max James, Maxwell James, please. <laughs> no! <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like so much of the the descriptions and the you know, especially with the dream sequences, so much of that is is Matt, and he's such a masterful storyteller. But mm. yeah, that was a weird parallel. But I mean, 
It's always like, unintended. It's such a gift too, because I mean, he's he's giving you something new in the story that you created, and so you have instant ownership of this thing that he made just mm. for you, especially when it's like a one-on-one. Yeah. Right. Like he's giving yeah. you. It's, it's like an upgrade every time. So it 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 deepens your backstory. It adds another layer to your character and. Half the time, you're just kind of looking at the new thing and going like, "Wow, this is, this is really cool. Like, how am I gonna use it?" Right? Mm-hmm. But you're also trying to like stay connected with them, and it's, it's kind of wild. You you really don't even appreciate it until later most times. Yeah. Yeah. You just hope you can meet him where he's at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always have that feeling of like, I, I, I hope I can, you know. Meet you where you're at. I don't. What you're giving me right now is is yeah, gold. But Matt is not. He's he's never really disappointed in you guys. He's not disappointed in you guys oh, no. in the game. Now outside the game, <laughs> yeah, it's a wild west <laughs> of actions. But I, you know what I mean? Like he he always because he even if even if you feel like you're doing terrible at what you're doing, that's still something that he's so smart. He uses and he helps. Like he even sort of finds ways to tutorialize you guys after all this time, yeah. which I find interesting to see him slip that stuff in. I have a logistical question. When the map came out and you realized the battle was going to actually happen in that episode, because it was later into the into the evening, right? Did you think right before that, like, okay, well, it's I have a feeling we'll it's stop here, and then I'll have a week to kind of figure out what I'm going to do, and then when he brings out the map, it, it's real, it's actually happening, or because it was, was po- it? it was post break, and it yeah. was like thirty or forty minutes late. past the break, yeah, um, yeah, and I. Well, we were in dreams, so I thought we were getting into like the story part of it. But when the stabbing happened, I was like, "Are we still in the dream? We're not." And then he brought out the boat, and I was like, "Shit! <laughs> well, it's just one guy. This <laughs> mm-hmm. won't be bad." And then it was yeah. like, "You see?" I'm like, "Fuck! Yeah. <laughs> Why am I sleeping yeah. in the captain's yeah. quarters?" Yep. <laughs> I think once he brought Where's the other guys going? out, I was like, "Oh, we are. We're not. We're not stopping. Yeah. This is happening tonight." Yep. 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 Yeah. Just like the first time Travis and I went to Thunder Down Under in Las Vegas, Mac just kept bringing out more guys. Um. Crickets. It's a very regional specific <laughs> show. <laughs> Thunder Down Under is a show. It's like Chippendale's, in, in but Vegas. only with Australian guys. Uh-huh. Except oh. in Las Vegas, I don't think any of them were Australian. So then you're Lots just like, why is it called this? <laughs> yeah, why is it called it? They'll have to do amazing Australian accents. One of my roommates down on one of my roommates was in the show and he had the worst Australian accent. So he they still have not, to do Australian accents? Well, when they get up close to the ladies and they have to oh I can't talk about it. We have to ask so many questions okay, okay. we have to get to. I have so, so many questions. I can't believe There's you're so bothering me with yeah. Wally West wants to know, Ashley, Yasha is continuing to play her harp more and prioritize it as a method of self self care at the end of her day out. Great. Can you share a little bit about how it feels for her to have this gentle and safe outlet for some of her pain and emotion? Uh, Sure. So uh, music is a very huge part of my life. Um, And for people who don't know, you're an amazing singer. You play guitar well. Thank you. You write songs amazingly well. You sing other people's songs amazingly well. Well, that's very nice of you to say. Um, You've written everything that I've put out. (laughs) <laughs> That's not true. Um, yeah, I, I just think music across the board is can be very... Um, I'm using the harp as, yes, for 
self-care for her, but also I think music can be a form of therapy. So, um, you know, and there was a moment where I was like, man, it'd be so fun to multi-class as a bard. But then I remembered my wisdom is so low. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> so that's right. So it just, I wouldn't be able to, 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 it wouldn't work. And I actually, I talked to Matt about it and he's like, ah, it would just, it, there's more that I want to explore with that. And I don't quite know what it is yet, but I think where it sits right now, I think it's just, it's, it's a form of therapy for her. You know, and it's it's obviously like we can't we're not going to go to like therapists in the game because be it's interesting crossing a weird line. I feel like that would be like, oh, shit, we're making this, this yeah, thing. Okay. Like it has to be a real time. It's 55 minutes in the game. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. everyone else, feel free to grab yeah. a snack. Yeah. That's or, our time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I've been wanting to give her, you know, sort of positive things for her to do to sort of. Um, try to pull her out of this place that she's in mm-hmm. and um, I think it's really helpful because yeah. I think music and playing music and um, it's a, just as important to me. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Uh, how's the shooting the new season of Fargo going? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Very well. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Good job. Travis. That's a compliment, though. It is. <laughs> uh, Travis, Meg writes things, wants to know. Yes, sir. The falchion was something that used to make Ford feel special and unique. Did seeing it wielded by others drive home how manipulative and self-interested Ukatoa always was? Ukatoa. Yeah, great question. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think I think more than anything, it, it was it just unsettled for Ford. There was nothing about that that was um, easy to adapt to. But uh, <clears throat> not having your armor, getting the jump on you, already being pretty uh, pretty heavily wounded, half your hit points gone before you've even moved. Um, those were all pretty pretty bad. But then seeing the sword, and then seeing multiples of the sword, and just wondering, like, like who is this? What what do they have? Do they have abilities? What am I missing? How much do I, how much do I not know mm-hmm. about it? Um, and, and like, I just didn't know. There was a moment where I thought maybe that it was a Vontica, like, come back to life in some sort yeah, of a sea I, monster. I you, yeah. Do that one more time. What, what was she stabbing? Doing, she was turning, back. turning butter. She was in my chest. Can you look right and then to it? my friend Greg over here and do that real right, fast? Right, yeah, right here. Like, yep. but like this way. Oh, too. Cool. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah that'll work. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think seeing the sword was a was a little a little trippy. Um, mm. And I think Matt said afterwards that it's like uh, servants of Ukatoa have their blades take on that sort of uh, rusted appearance, but the falchion in particular for that one guy was mm. was a little bonkers. No orb. It was pretty interesting. Because no it's in my body. Yep. Apparently. Somewhere. Yep, that's one rusty Ford now. Hey, it's time. You don't hold back that laugh. Don't you do it? Don't laugh at that. I'm not holding. You back were smiling a laugh. in a way that you were holding your breath. Like you didn't want to, the people. You didn't want the folks at home to see you laughing at that. But you know what? It's time for fan art of the week. <laughs> fan art of the week. You scared your own dog. Yeah, I did. Our dog. I did. Bing. I did. <laughs> 
and we. This week's fan art winner for campaign two, episode 98, was sent in by Morgan, Morgan. at Creative Blue. 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 So that's so cute. <laughs> Blue. <laughs> Let's take Alec. <laughs> Sound like John Travolta. Adele, Adele Dazzy. Oh, shit. Uh, can I get a black light poster of this, wow. please? What? That's so cool. Yes, black light poster. Fucking Cadu- and Caduceus had some anger. Yes. Dang. He was angry. The boys, the Look boys. The counter Dun-dip. spell. Dun-dip. Oh shit! Spiritual I told Guardians. Ash, I said, "Look at tonight." I said, "Look at Talison. He's furious." Mm-hmm. That's yep. Talison was pissed. He walked out and he walked up to me and he was like, "That is the angriest I have ever played Caduceus." I, wow. I yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. We've, I've rarely seen Talison angry in real life before. Usually, it takes like you have to, you have to kind of hurt someone he loves to get him angry. You know what I mean? Because uh, he's been alive for so long, nothing. He's like she has the thickest skin. <laughs> he has the thickest skin imaginable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's lived through more wars than we even know about. Uh huh. Uh huh. But man, he was says? very, he was very angry. But it was interesting to see a side of him. Also, that's why he played a cleric this time around, is to show sort of a different side. But anyway, that we'll was very cool. Thank you to everyone who submitted. Congrats <laughs> to you, Morgan. You have won this Paduck tabletop tray. Paduck. Now. For the people that get upset at me for smelling the tray because there is a disease going around, these are props. We do not actually send this exact tray that I am rubbing on my body right now to the person that won this contest. Wow. Right, Danny? (laughs) That is true. Where does that go? I take each of these home every week. <laughs> when I DM, I have sort of levels of trays that I say, uh, all right, I'm rolling damage against everyone all at once. I'm the Neil Peart of, uh, boy, that's an obscure reference. Greg, can you got that one, thank you. Anyways, fairroll.com uh, slash. Nope. Submit. <laughs> Poor Zach didn't have time to, but that's where you need to go if He's you want to still reeling from your Neil Peart reference. That's how you pronounce it. Ashley. Yep. Drummer for Rush, famous for having lots of cymbals, oh. lots of pieces of his drum kit. Ding, 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 Love it. YouTube after the show, it's a delight. More cowbell. Tom Sawyer, man, come on. He recently passed away. Tom Sawyer. <laughs> That's the lyrics. Thank you, it's Ashley. My favorite thing. <laughs> well, you just, you just you just gave away you just gave away your karaoke song. <laughs> That's Three not my karaoke song. <laughs> I have very good karaoke songs. That is I know you were <laughs> Ashley. Yep. Foolish McSmarty Pants wants to know. <laughs> it's such a great name. It's also very great. Yasha seems to be a common target for some of the creepiest predators we've seen so far this campaign. Ikathon, Oban, and the far less dangerous but still gross Lord Sharp. Lord Sharp. Let's not forget your real life fiance. What the fuck? Anyway, sorry. Uh, How is she feeling? Yeah, I, I, you know, I think so much of that is in part because. uh, you know, because of the way I rolled the character, I rolled really low for Yasha's stats, which was a bummer. Um, but it's you, fine. You and me both. I, I, we, I you and I we were. Rolled, we rolled pretty, pretty yeah, bad. Charisma, yeah, there's. Yeah. Um, but 
So I, I think, you know, she's very susceptible to, because of that, um, very susceptible to being um, swayed, as we have noticed with, you know, Oban and, and uh, you know, things that have happened in her past. Um, so I, I think it's, maybe that's something that she kind of just puts out there where people pick up on that, where, you know, there's obviously still and probably will always be a little bit of darkness in her. Hmm. And so I think, I think people like Icky Thong and, hmm. um, you know, Lord Sharp and people like that, they can pick up on it. Um, and uh, I think it's, it's, I don't know. I wanted to play a character like that anyway. Not someone that was like susceptible to, you know, but I mm -hmm. wanted to play somebody just with a little bit of darkness in there because. Yeah, mix it up a little feels. bit. Feels. It's fun as an actor too, right? To, yeah. You want to explore a lot of the different emotions of a person versus just like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, but I do think it is um, a source of frustration for her, you know, and I think that's where a lot of the, the guilt comes from because it's, she's very nervous if that could come up again for her because mm -hmm. it very easily could. Yeah, yeah. Also, um, I'm being told, Kyle, just let me know that Margot Robbie called. She wants her I, Tanya costumes back. <laughs> oh, way better. There way, it is. Way that's better. way better. That's, that's holy Yeah, shit. that's good. Yeah. That's good. Travis. It's the only thing. It's the only thing better than getting Sam. It's the only thing better than getting Sam. Pitch perfect of Sam's was. Yeah, Travis, it's me, Brian. I'm proud of you. Hey, brother. Elizabeth Muses wants to know, Ford was completely accepting of Caleb, even telling him he's part of the reason Ford decided to be better slash his real self. Now that he has most of the pieces, how does he feel about Caleb's past? Has it changed his opinion of him at all? No, hmm. no, not at all. Um, I think it's one thing... And maybe it's just me, but seeing how much pain Caleb carries with himself from his from his past, if he was flipping about it, that might give him pause. Mm. But he's so fucking tortured about it. Mm. He's suffering every day. Some might even argue too much that he can't he can't harbor any ill will or um, confusion about like where his heart lies. He's full of regret. There's a there's a there's a real person in there, despite what despite whatever Caleb says about maybe being a monster, he's not, right? Mm. A monster is somebody that's like, yeah, I did it, so what, right? Yeah. Um, I think... Remorseless. Yeah, remorseless, mm. yeah. Mm. Um, I think also, you know, Ford is like, I, I don't want to be defined by my past. It really, really sucked. And I think I had said it before, like every day since I started with the Mighty Nine, since Ford started with the Mighty Nine, has been continually the best days of his life. And I think the same is probably true for Caleb. So uh, if anything, there's no, there's no judgment because that doesn't fucking help anything. Hmm. I think he is totally down to just listen, absorb, acknowledge, bear witness to whatever his pain is and then just say like, hey, cool, I, I know you've got all that shit. I don't, I don't care, right? Hmm. All I care about is what you do now and what you've done with us. And that's the person that I see. 
Um, I see the person that's climbed out of so much pain and so much grief and so much tragedy and is doing these amazing things. You're moving forward, you're making positive changes and that is everything. You don't let it weigh you down. You don't let it define you. Um, that's heroic, despite well, what you think is monstrous, mm, right? So well, you can be torn up about all that stuff, but it doesn't. that's not who I see. That's amazing. Yeah. Caleb is a, such an interesting study in life real, like, good, uh, livable, enjoyable life ends the moment we decide to be defined by our worst moment. Mm -hmm. that's, when, that's when life really ends for us. We can continue on, but we're an emotional zombie because we're, we, we, we have chosen to be defined by this thing, you know what I mean? You as a person in real life, Travis, are somebody who, like you said, if someone's not flippant about mistakes they've made, especially ones that have hurt someone, there's all the room in the world for that person, right? Right. And if you, especially if you see someone that's making growth, but if it's, if it's the other way, that's a completely different RP. If it's someone that's like, yeah, I killed my parents, I'd do it again too. Yeah. They didn't let me yeah. go to science fair, or I don't know what the fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's. Ah, uh, yes, all those parents keeping their children from <laughs> yeah. the science. Well, fair. mine did because uh, they didn't believe in science because of fucking Jesus or whatever. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think like it, people that chain themselves to their past. Yeah. Um, obviously, haven't moved on from that past, right? And everybody's process is different, but if you have, then I think you're allowed to define whoever you're going to be after that. So. I, th yeah. I hope that's where it goes. Yeah. Yasha. Oh my God, put her on the spot. Ashley, Yeah. answer this question now. Okay. <laughs> this is from at Crit Noms. That's kind of cute. Mm-hmm. Nom noms. Crit noms. <clears throat> we should put out a line of snacks called Crit Noms, you know? Crit Appeal to all of our uh, Crit critters noms. out there. <clears throat> Ashley. Sounds like a... We've seen a lot more of Yasha's sense of humor coming out lately. Is this new lighthearted side a result of her increased comfort level with the people around her or a result of her increased comfort with who she is? Um, I think it's, it's probably more so the, the comfortability of, of the people around her. Um, it's, you know, like we all, when, when we get more comfortable with people, we are more open to sort of making jokes, and yeah. having a good time. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's just getting more comfortable with everybody. And uh, also it's just, I don't know, if I think of something that I think would be funny, I'll maybe say it. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, try to, you know, keep it within you know, whatever Yasha's sense of humor would be. But it's it's been fun sort of exploring that side of her because I'm still, you know, kind of figuring a lot of stuff out too. And, and it's, I love, I'm, I'm really enjoying playing a character that is uh, a barbarian that's very, very tough on the outside. And I mean, there are a lot of similarities to Grog in terms of just like, She's absolutely a teddy bear on the inside. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, you know, I think there's, she sees so much beauty in the world, you know, because there's still so much of the world that she's seen with everybody. And yeah. um, I, as I've said before, I love playing those contradictions. But um, 
yeah, she's she's. I think she's just getting comfortable with everybody because mm-hmm. she's got a she's always had a sense of humor. Yeah, but but she's been through some stuff where it's not always yes. the time to make jokes, or she's not in the mood to yeah. sort of show that side of her. Plus, like. Yeah, it, unless you're me, it takes time for you to kind of like really warm up to people and show your sense of humor. Yeah. I like to lead with the shittiest part of my story. <laughs> just get it out of the way. Yeah, just get it out of the way. Let people like, know what they're in like for. Like, I like to let know? people know what they're in for Probably later the later yeah. in their relationship. Yeah, the the One of the first times I ever hung out with Travis was in Las Vegas, and I almost got in a fight with the cab driver. <laughs> True story. I got out of the cab, and Travis was like, bro, I need you to get back inside. And I'm like, I will as soon as I'm done beating this motherfucker's ass. <laughs> He's keeping us from seeing the Beatles show, man. I'm dying. I really like this Brian guy, but it seems like... <laughs> It's a bit of a live wire. He might have a, what you could call a pube of a fuse. <laughs> that one. <laughs> Heard that? I'm going to be stealing it. <clears throat> Travis, our final question of the night. Oh, goodness. My apologies to Jeremy Irons. We have to bump you to next week. We don't have any time. Hopefully, Kyle is available next Same week. Same time next week. Uh, Nine Pirate Lords wants to know. Arr, <clears throat> In his conversation with Caleb, Ford mentioned trying to be a good man instead of someone else. What do you feel has become his definition of being a good man versus what it might have been at the start of the campaign? Oh, yeah. yeah you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I mean, his idea of a good man was uh, Vandrin, right? Mm. Which is like tough love, um, not overly uh, uh, emotional, not really available in that way, but uh, conveyed a strong sense of leadership. Um, knows what he wants, is focused, is driven, seems stalwart, uh, is dependable. Um, you know, a lot of kind of bullshit male ideas, really. Um, and some have value, but some are just misplaced. And I think if you keep trying to live up to the idea of somebody else or what uh, you should be in a certain situation, you're very often going to find yourself uh, going down a path that doesn't look very familiar hmm. um and instead of trying to do that he just said fuck it i'm gonna do i'm gonna do me and i'm gonna be me and see what that is and maybe i'll like it maybe i won't and i think he probably lied to himself a little bit and go like i can change it at any time but but at least it was his choice yeah at least yeah. it was his choice he's and got at the, the end agency. of the day sorry yeah he's got the agency. he's got the agency yeah and yeah. at the end of the day i see all of you making a lot of these choices where you go like but I just want to do it for me, meaning the characters. You know, Jester's obviously doing that a lot in her upbringing. That makes a lot of sense, but it's interesting to see, yeah. And also, like, if you're like, what's a, you know, what, what is a good man? You know, I think yeah. you can say very broad things, but maybe you just try and be you and hope that's a good man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that was good. I liked yeah. that. Danny's back. I mean, I'm still very upset. Danny's I understand. back. All right. Okay, friends. That was a backstreet. Thursday. <sighs> we'll see what happens. I have high hopes that the party will not betray you and that they will choose to. Do you want to hear what my backup character is? Please. It's a. Oh no. oh, no, you know what? We're out of time. I'm getting the signal okay. that okay. we're actually. Yeah, know. no, he said. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, well, maybe we'll do it as Soon, sort Travis. of. A, do we have bonus features? We put this out on DVD, right? Bonus speech? Blu-ray. <laughs> Zach, this still comes out on DVD, doesn't it? Laserdisc. Well, that's all the time we have for tonight, my friends. I would like to thank Travis. I would like to thank Claudia Schiffer from the film Love Actually. Oh! <laughs> you saved 
kept it for the end, and it is definitely the winner. That was a pull. Wow. It is totally Shipper with Liam Neeson. Oh, my God. She is in one scene. Woo! How? How do you think of these? Almost three minutes on camera. Oh, my God. You saved that. Good one. I Googled <laughs> Love Actually Claudia yeah. Schiffer to make sure yeah. that, because I was like, is it Claudia Schiffer? I couldn't remember the name of the model, but I knew it was, yeah, so anyway. It looks comfortable. That's hilarious. Thank you for Gavin joining me. Uh, thank you for going a little long. I know we wanted to, but there was a lot, ooh, there was a lot of stuff talking about, a lot of deep dives, so thank you. 99, episode 99 of Critical Role airs this Thursday. At 7 p.m. Pacific. Remember, in the United States, we do, in some parts, a weird time change thing. So for some of you in Europe and everything, the episode's going to be an hour earlier than it normally is. So I think if you're in England, it's like 2 o'clock instead of 3 o'clock in the morning for all of you people that are crazy slash loving enough to wake up and watch the show. (laughs) Thank you so much. Episode 99 airs Thursday. As always, don't forget to love each other. Stay turnt, my friends. Don't worry. It's almost Thursday. Creepy and a crime? Neither is D&D. But killing Ford would be. <laughs> and not resurrecting him. Too soon, Dan. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, we've lost <laughs> her again. Time to get an emotional support cat. See you Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, our friends. We love you. Good night. Thank you for listening to Tox Machina on the Critical Role Podcast Network. If you like this episode, please drop a review on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tox Machina airs live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash critical role on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific. We'll see you next time. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.